in the rat race of life, it's often difficult to find rest, isn't it? Even when we pillow our heads at night, in those quiet moments, sometimes we just can't quite get our minds to shut off. I have a question for you today. Have you found rest? I'm going to share with you a gospel track that we've printed here at Bible Tracks Incorporated for many years, but I believe today there might be someone that I'm supposed to be talking to. When I ask this question, have you found rest? I know from personal experience, and I've talked to many others, that sometimes life isn't very restful, is it? We don't really know what it is to just take a load off and just be at peace, at rest. Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, the Bible says this, Come unto me, this is Jesus speaking, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Paul Levine, the author of this gospel tract, says this, During some special meetings in Pennsylvania years ago, we went to a small country Sunday school for a Sunday morning service. We sat in the adult class taught by the Sunday school superintendent. Ten minutes before time to close, he seemingly ran out of ammunition, so he just stopped. And we waited in ten minutes of silence that seemed like an hour. That night, he came to our meeting in town. I preached, Paul Levine says, about how people can be religious but lost. He came into the prayer room and accepted Christ. As he was leaving, he shook my hand, smiled, and said, Brother Paul, the next time you sit in my class, I'll have something to talk about. Six years later, I saw him again, still rejoicing in his salvation. The Sunday school superintendent, he was religious, but he was lost. Why? Because he had never come to the Lord Jesus Christ. He had never found true rest. Friend, are you saved? Have you come to the Lord Jesus and trusted him for salvation? It is possible to come to church, to the communion table, or baptistry without being saved. You must come to the Lord Jesus. He is the person who saves. Without him, you have no hope. The judge of all mankind, the one who calls you to him. Matthew 11, verses 20 to 24, we find him pronouncing judgments upon three cities of Palestine. When the judge speaks, you'd better pay attention. He is the one who wants to save you now. If you come to him now, he, the judge, he'll save you from the terrors of that fearful day when lost, condemned sinners stand before him in judgment. In that hour, it will be too late to be saved. John 5, 24, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. The Son of God, that's the one who's speaking. He is the one that can make good on his promises. He gives a simple invitation, though. Come unto me. What could be easier? What does it mean to come? It means to trust him, to receive him, to take him, to depend upon him for salvation. 
Remember, the Lord Jesus Christ, he's the Son of God. He's the judge of all mankind. He's the risen man, the God-man, alive though he was dead, exalted at God's right hand. Therefore, there is only one decent way to come to him, and that is in humble submission. How would you come to a king? Would you enter into his presence in a flippant and callous manner? No, you would approach him with all the dignity and respect that his throne demands. Here's the good news. Anyone can come. Young, old, rich, poor, illiterate, educated, sick, well, anyone can come to the Lord Jesus. You see, he loves you, and you, and you. He invites you to come. The blind, the lame, the deaf, the mute, the invalid, anyone can come. You don't need eyes or feet or hands to come to the Lord Jesus. You don't need to be able to speak a word. You don't need a college education, money, good clothes. All you need is a ready mind and a willingness to be saved. The soldier in a bloody foxhole, he can come. The miner in the dirty coal pit, he can too. The pilot flying through the sky above the clouds, the driver behind the wheel, all can come. You can come from anywhere, but not just any time. My dear mother was saved at home, alone. I know a man steeped in profanity, drunkenness, and lust who was gloriously saved when he came to Jesus while doing chores one morning on the farm. Another man told me how he came to the Lord Jesus in a shell hole in France during wartime. But there is a time limit, the day you take your last breath. And friend, none of us are guaranteed that we will even finish out this day. Suppose, though, our Lord had said, quit your drinking, your drugs, your filthy habits, and then I'll save you. What about the poor wretch, enslaved by booze, who has already tried a thousand times and a thousand times again to quit, but can't? What about the drug addict who would give his right arm to be set free from the clutches There would be no hope for people like that. The Lord Jesus is not asking folks to do what they can't do. He just says, come. Come as you are, with your sins, habits, weakness, your helplessness. He'll save you from the damnable drugs, free you from the bitterness of booze, or whatever hellish habit that is wrecking your home, damning your soul and driving you to a premature death in hell. He, the eternal Son of God, loves you. He proved his love by shedding his blood and giving his life at Calvary. You're a sinner. You know why? We read in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, all have sinned. That includes me. That includes you. Therefore, you are under the sentence of eternal death, eternal separation from God, for the wages of sin is death. So, the Lord Jesus came into the world that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Now your part is to receive him, that risen man. Trust him for forgiveness, peace, and rest. John 1.12, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. What a satisfying invitation. Does he offer money? No. The rich man would say, I have money. It doesn't satisfy. Does he offer popularity or fun? If he did, there are many who would say, We have friends and funds and fashions and fame. But we're not satisfied. We need something more. 
Come unto me, he says, and I will give you rest. That's what the rich man is looking for. The poor man wants rest too. The young, the old, civilized, the heathen, ignorant, brilliant, all are seeking rest and peace. Rest from the awful fear of death, judgment, and hell. He'll give you rest from your works. That is, some of you are trusting your good works to save you, so you're not actually sure if you're saved because you're not sure if you're good enough. He offers you himself, his companionship. What peace, what rest, what relief to rest from your works, your efforts, your struggling to know you're saved. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, he says, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest for your souls. He's saying, come unto me. I'll save you. I'll give you sweet peace and rest. I'll forgive your sins. I'll deliver you from sin's power. I'll yoke up with you. I'll help pull the heavy end of this load. I'll be with you through your troubles and sorrows. When sickness comes, when death strikes, when the road is rough, when your heart breaks, I'll be with you. Dark nights, dreary days. For some, they're coming, but for some of us, they're already here and past and coming again. When you're flat on your back in a hospital, when you stand at the bedside and stroke the fevered brow of a departing loved one, when you look at the little white casket that contains the earthly remains of that little child, when stark poverty stares you in the face, when you walk through the gloomy valley and come to the chilly waters of death in the hour of need, you'll not be alone. It pays to know him and his rest. It pays to know him now as well as in eternity. Friend, this is a serious invitation. May I counsel you? Don't trifle with it. It's an invitation from God's Son. Remember that judge we talked about previously? Right now, he says, come. But if you refuse, there will come a day when he will say, depart. You don't have to come now, but you will have to depart then if you reject him. This may be your very last invitation. Tomorrow may never come. It may be now or never. Have you found rest? Paul Levine tells us that a pastor friend of mine told of a man who heard him preach one Sunday night. The man walked out the door unsaved. He said to his mother, I really feel as though I should have been saved tonight. I should have accepted. I should have taken that rest, but I'll tend to it this week. I'll go to the pastor's home and be saved. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday came and went. Thursday came. He worked for the railroad. That day, he fell down in front of a moving boxcar. I don't need to be graphic, but in an instant, he was in eternity. He was gone. Just a few short days before, he had said, I feel as though I should have gotten saved. I should have taken that rest. Would you come to Christ by faith and receive him now? I'm not trying to scare you by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just laying out the biblical facts. If you really mean business with God, you could pray a short prayer. Tell Christ that you know you're a sinner. 
but that you accept his free gift of salvation. Tell him that you want him to be your Lord and Savior, that you want to go to heaven when you die. If you've done that, or you'd like to do that, or maybe you'd just like more information, would you text me? You can get in contact. 309. This is my text number. 309-316-7240. Have you found rest? As we close the broadcast, I've got to say thank you so much for being a part of our audience today. I'd like to invite you to come to our open house at Bible Tracks Incorporated Saturday, November 13th from 1 to 5 p.m. Central Time. If you need more information, just go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org. Get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. As always, you can get our gospel tracks for free, BibleTracksInc.org. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.